the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Sean Azaro, and you are listening to Reaching for Real Life. You know, I thought it was cool, like when uh, musicians use their their long neck to to play the slide on their on their guitar. There, you just used your Perrier bottle to test. beat out a pretty sweet rhythm <laughs> on the microphone. A little percussion. I mean, that's God. I mean, did we record that? I hope we got that. We did. We did. Your next album is <laughs> on Spotify on the Perrier bottle. Bottle and mic is what it's going to be called. Instead of drum and bass. <laughs> yeah, bottle, bottle and mic. I love it. Hey, welcome to the Reaching for Real Life podcast. Baron Wiley here with Pastor Sean Ozaro on a, ooh, it's nice and cool in here, Pastor it Sean. Is, it is cool. It's very cool out there. I like it. And yeah. uh, and I'll also say, as I drove in today, uh, usually there's like some kids playing out in the yard, you know, mm-hmm. school going on. No yes. school today. No, there is no school day. It's a holiday here. It's called, it's called COVID day. Oh, great. Well... And we, you know, we have not shut our school down. We did in-person learning as quickly as we could, and we've had a very good experience. But right now, we have 30-some kids Mm. who, in one way or another, either they got the sniffles or they tested positive and suspect of having COVID. Nobody's seriously sick, you know. Um, And we have just a slew of teachers. Yeah. Like, we have a whole – we have a pretty good size – uh, list of subs we've gone through that to where we decide hey we're going to take a few days off we're taking this week off mm-hmm. just to say okay let's slow this thing down just so we can do school well right yeah. no, thankfully nobody's really sick you know um and, and that's one of those things where it's like this is the time of year cedar fever's bad so right unless i go and get a test which you can't get you a can't. test and no walgreens they're all out everybody's right. out yeah you can't go get a test so then you got to go get a doctor's appointment good luck ordinarily we wouldn't even do that we'd be like oh my allergies are bad or oh mm-hmm. i've got a cold i'm gonna stay home i'll be in tomorrow mm-hmm. now it's oh no no you got to go get a test and then oh you've got you, you tested positive yeah. you've got five days now thankfully that's down from, <laughs> from correct 10 down from 14 but you got five days. You're going to sit, even though you're you maybe feel fine. Mm-hmm. It, it's really a, a challenging thing. And whereas it's hard to know, three years ago you had all kinds of people sniffling, coughing, all the stuff this time of year because we live in San Antonio. Cedar and other allergens are through the roof. We do have cold season, flu season. It happens. But now it's like we've got to monitor every case you've got to trace it you've got to connect and it's it's one of these things where man i'm just looking forward to the day when we go Mm -hmm. yeah if you feel bad stay home but other than that get on with your life right because because honestly our immune system actually this is how we build our immune system you know fighting off infections right we ate dirt as kids for a reason (laughs) (laughs) where that's true I, I, I don't know that no, I did. did no. That's right. <laughs> My mother loved me. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't want to get your chinos dirty. <laughs> so anyway, that wasn't us. Drank out of the water hose, though, you did. Right, Sean? You of course did I did. Of okay. course I did. Got, got hook, a, hookworm on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you were in a, a horse ringworm. stable, too. That's right. That's the only water we had. 
Yeah, it was better than the trough. It was cleaner than the trough, so the hose was it. Wow. Hey, uh, Pastor Sean, I want you to tease what's coming up today. You got a special conversation. Yes, had a great conversation with Pastor Mark McLemore of River City Community Church. He oversees all of our marriage ministries, and we just see some crazy good stuff happening with marriages at River City. And so Mm -hmm. you're going to want to hear that interview. Uh, We're going to talk about what he's seeing in marriages, what people are going through, what kind of effect the pandemic Mm -hmm. had on marriages. And a great ministry that we have that really is making a a big difference in people's marriages. This is with uh, Mark McLemore. Mark is uh, a pastor. He's been over our spiritual growth. Mm -hmm. He's overseen support recovery. But his main emphasis in ministry for the entire time I've known him has been marriages. Mark is a passion for seeing healthy marriages. And we explain that. He'll explain that uh, in, in the beginning of this interview. So you don't need to you don't need to hear it from me. Without any further ado, uh, here's an interview with Pastor Mark McLemore. You oversee all the marriage ministries here at River City. And you're a part of the San Antonio Marriage Initiative. And I always see you with couples, talking to couples, ministering to couples. Why is this such a priority? That you've really kind of almost reoriented your life in many ways around this ministry. Well, you know, marriage is the first really institution that God created, right? After, right. right after creation. And, you know, uh, marriage is so important just because uh, all the social ills that we see really flow out of a broken home. Yeah. You know? So, you know, uh, it's a crime rates are effective, addiction, out of wedlock births, all those statistics are, are really tied to a broken home. So right. keeping a, a happy, healthy home uh, and a marriage intact is central to doing that. And so all of our, you know, it's the most significant relationship out of our outside of our relationship with God. Yeah. And, you know, as that, that relationship goes, it, it's really tied a lot to our, our personal well-being and, yeah. our, and our happiness. And then, of course, the flourishing of children right. is directly tied to that. So it's probably kind of the the most important thing I think I could give my life to. No, and I, I think that's exactly right. I, you know, I was listening to uh, earlier in our staff prayer. Remember, Jamie was Jamie is our next gen minister, and she oversees all our ministry to students and kids. Talking about some of the issues and the struggles and the pressures that kids are facing. As I'm listening to you, it's almost like if we can get marriages in shape, we can cut those off at the pass. We can right. stop those problems before they become issues. Yeah, I, I just read a statistics that uh, that 1%, I guess, increase or decrease in the divorce rate nationally impacts a million children, wow. either positively or negatively. Yeah, think about that. That's messed up. Yeah. But, and especially when you see how marriages are going. We get to talk about it a lot, but I, I think sometimes, you know, for, especially from a Christian perspective, our listeners don't necessarily get to hear all this. What are you seeing in marriages today? I mean, what kind of things are you you addressing? What kind of things are you seeing that maybe are different than in the past? Well, I think we've kind of just seen an overall cultural decline and, you know, just morality and the things that, you know, have traditionally worked for us that we understood, you right. know, people walking away from those. And so people are walking into marriage with just a lot more unhealth, I would right. say. You know, I always say it really takes two whole healthy people, not perfect people, but just healthy right. people to have a healthy marriage. And when you have personal unhealth, it shows up in your, your relationship and, you know, there's a lot of dysfunction that happens. And then, you know, uh, people lack the tools to communicate well, to resolve conflict well. 
but mainly, you know, all those issues really flow from from our hearts. You know, right. Jesus said, "Out of you know, out of the abundance of, of the heart, the mouth speaks." Right. So right. Uh, everything starts with the heart. And so when you know, when I hurt you, and then you hurt me back, and then you know, we we get in this pain cycle where we can't resolve conflict right. and hurt, you know, stacks up upon top on top of hurt. Right. And and then you're in this difficult pain cycle and you uh, you find yourself kind of stuck and then it sets up a negative filter that, you know, right. you view the relationship out of and, and it, you know, just becomes kind of a tangled mess out of uh, after a while that it's really hard to untangle by yourself. As you know, Lori and I are doing premarital counseling for a young couple, great young couple uh, from our fellowship, and they're, it, it's a very exciting thing to do, right. you know. And one of the resources that you recommended that they read, and we're going through again, just it's such a great resource. It's uh, Tim and Kathy Keller's book, The Meaning of Marriage. Meaning of marriage, yes. Um, the first few chapters of that book should be just required reading. Right. For, I mean, the whole book's fantastic, but. They, they talk about the entirely different approach that biblically or traditionally or even early in Western civilization that we took to marriage versus where we do now. And he describes the difference between a covenant marriage and a consumer marriage. You know, How do you see that affect, that idea of, of people's expectations? How do you see that affect where marriages end up? Well, it's, it's huge because the approach you go, you know, a covenantal approach is, you know, we're in this for a lifetime, right? And, right. And, you know, God is the third party of the covenant, of the covenant right? Yep. So, but a contract view or a consumer view just means, you know, I'll keep my end up as long as you do your end, right? right. So, you know, when one of us fails, it's, then it's it's like, well, I have, I can, I can break the contract now. Yep. And, uh, or I'm going to, you know... Uh, make you pay for not <laughs> right. re- keeping your part of the contract. So yeah, it, it, the mentality makes all the difference. Uh, Keller does such a good job of of pointing out how, almost to a fault, early on in marriages, they were so much about responsibility and right. what I give not only to my spouse but to my family, to the community. You know, uh, Dietrich Bonhoeffer describes it as, you, as you're at a post. You know, your love is your own, but at marriage, you're standing at a post for, on behalf of society, on behalf of the church. And, and it's such this idea of, wait a minute, this isn't about me. There's something right. so much bigger going on. And right. that is lost on marriages today. Right. Yeah, because God really is out to accomplish something so much bigger than just my personal happiness. Right. You know? And, you know, personal happiness can come and does come with a yes. healthy marriage, right? But uh, it, it takes a lot of investment up front and, and, and understanding that when things get tough, that's where my commitment comes in. Right. That's when I fall back on that covenant. That's when I ask God for help, you know, for yeah. grace to sustain me through this dif- difficult season. Yeah, no, no doubt. Um, we've just come through, well, we're still, it's like we're never going to get through the pandemic, right? It's, right. you know, we're, we're in a new whole pandemic paradigm. <laughs> right. But... How has the pandemic impacted marriages? That that threw a lot of people for a loop on their family side, on the personal right. side. Well, I think you know it. You know, kind of like when the the tide goes out, things get exposed, right? right? So I think it just exposed a lot of the fractures or fissures that were right. already there. You know, mm-hmm. I think people, you know, some of the fundamental issues show up year after year after year, and I'm still seeing the fundamental issues, but I think there's just additional stressors mm-hmm. uh, now that that have kind of come to light, and whereas yeah. busyness or career or whatever, 
covered that up, money or whatever that covered that up in the past. Now mm -hmm. those things are kind of getting exposed, and now uh, that fundamental relationship uh, is kind of seen for what it really yeah. is. And and so it's just you know so more of those are coming to light. You know, and yeah. you know, on the plus side, you know, more people are reaching out for help. But it feels like it's just an additional stressor. It's like one, you thrust people in their home more because because while right. um, you know while while the lockdowns, you know, those were generally maybe six weeks, depending on what part of the country you're in or more, that thrust families are home together. Right. Even beyond that, uh, I read a statistic uh, the other day talking about how many marriages are divided over how to respond to the pandemic. By and large, yeah. you know, men are more like, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I know that's not always the case, right. but, but uh, and, and then their wives are like, wait a minute, this is, affects me, and this is our kids, and this is real. And, Women you know, are usually safety first, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and the whole thing about what, you know, how do we respond, what about masks, what about the vaccine, all these different things, they're right. all thrust on marriages. Right. And I love how you pointed out, they didn't create the problems, they, but they became another opportunity to expose them. That's good. Well, we have a ministry that we absolutely love. Um, it is group-centered, which everything at River City is. We, right. you know, Groups isn't a ministry here. It's how we do ministry. Right. But it's called Reengage. It was developed by uh, Watermark Church, a uh, great resource. But we, of course, put our own kind of emphasis and our own kind of elements on it. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about Reengage. Yeah. At, at its core, it's a small group-based ministry that's with the goal of connecting people to Jesus at, while at the same time, trying to, you know, restore or improve their marriage. And so at its core, it's a, it's a discipleship-based approach to marriage. Right. So it's, it's biblically based. And, um, you know, it, it has a real focus of, uh, again, you're with other people. When I first heard about this ministry, I just thought, there's no way you're going to get a bunch of guys to get in a group with other people they don't know and talk about oh. their marriage, you know. But they do. It, I see that. It's, it's pretty amazing. And, uh, and so people get in a group context, and you know, not only do they get some support and encouragement, but they find out they're not alone. They're not the only right. ones struggling. And there's you know, struggles that are common to all people. So we try to put people uh, in a group with people that are kind of in a similar life stage that they are. Or you know, if you're a blended family, we try to put you in with other blended families, right. things like that. Uh, and so... Um, you know, the big emphasis, though, is, you know, since you can't change your spouse, since you can't control your spouse, the only person you can change and control is you. Right. And so we ask you just to draw a circle around yourself and work on everything inside that circle. Oh, that's and, good. Say that part again. Somebody, you, you aren't listening well enough. You need to hear Mark say that again. Say that part about the circle, because that is such a powerful truth. Yeah. Draw a circle around yourself and just work on everything inside that circle. Yeah. And so, uh, and you know, uh, that's really all we could we can do because as much as we point fingers, as long as we want everybody to understand how much a victim we are, and our spouse right. is doing all these terrible things to us, we can only control and change ourselves with the Lord's help. And so, it does a really great job of allowing you to see the things you're doing or the things you're not doing that are contributing to the problems in your marriage. Mm -hmm. And if you're willing to humble yourself and own that then good things can happen. If you're, if you're willing to do that and your spouse is willing to do that, then I can promise you good things will happen in your marriage. Yeah. Well, that's just across the board. If you're willing to humble yourself and own your own stuff, right. everything is better. 
by the way, relationships at work are better, relationships with the kids will be better, and your marriage will be better. Uh, why? We've, we've had different seminars. We've brought guests in and done different things. We've done big marriage kind of initiatives things, gone to conferences. This is different. For some reason, this resonates with people. And we, we interviewed someone on groups this last weekend at River City. Yeah. And they had started in groups because of re-engage. Right. What is it with re-engage that just is different? Well, it's, it's just got a lot of different elements that all come together that are, that are pretty powerful. You get to hear couples share their own marriage story right. of, God, of how you know, maybe they were a train wreck of a marriage and God redeemed and restored their marriage. You get a lot of great teaching just on biblical principles for marriage. But it's basically biblical principles on relationships. Mm-hmm. That's the bottom line is you know, God created relationships. He knows how, to, how they work. Uh, it provides a vehicle to deal with the hurt and the pain, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and that vehicle is, you know, the basics of uh, confession, repentance, you know, granting and seeking forgiveness, you right. know? and uh, and then rebuilding trust. And then, you know, it's as opposed to like a seminar that's over in a weekend. This is sixteen weeks long, so you know, <laughs> sixteen weeks. That is the thing. You got to be in. You got to be in for this. That's right. So it's a big commitment, but it gives you time to actually, you know, work on, you know, concept by concept you know, and communicate with your spouse about it and then go into your group and talk to your group about it. And so a lot of these concepts get reinforced. Right. Uh, and, they're, and they're fundamental things like love. You know, right. we're, we're called to love our spouse the way God has loved us. It's being broken over your sin, you know, and repentant for how you've hurt your spouse. And, right. And then, you know, we're supposed to show grace to our spouse the way God has shown his grace to us. We're supposed to humble ourselves. And serve our spouse the way Christ came and humbled himself and served us. And they were supposed to forgive in the same way that we've been forgiven. So they're mm. just basic concepts, but they're powerful yeah. and fundamental, really, to, to building a great foundation. And then once you've got those down, then you know a lot of the things that you can learn, the techniques and things like that, how to communicate better, how to resolve conflict better, right. how to... Tools. You know, tools, yeah. All those tools can, can uh, be applied in, right. in, on a good foundation. Man, that's awesome. And, and what's nice, I, you know, we get to hear from national speakers because you use video things on marriage. You get to hear from you and Karen as facilitators. You get to hear from uh, a, a couple or, or several couples who share their testimonies. Right. And then you're in a group. Right. So there's lots of different voices and people listening, and you get a chance to process that. And what's funny, 16 weeks is a long time. Uh, we always have to wrestle with struggling, uh, uh, wrestle with scheduling right. on uh on, on how we uh, how we place this, uh, we do it every fall and every spring. But what's funny is on classes like that, you often hear, okay, we start real big and then it kind of goes small over the time. People don't hang. I don't hear that about reengage. Right. Generally, right. people people finish this thing. Yeah, you know, we have, you know, we might have out of twenty five couples, we might have one or two that just drop out for whatever reason. But um, most people, you know, continue and. And finish, and so uh, you know, and some finish well, and some kind of just go through the motions because they're really, you know, it, it really does take being willing to kind of be open and vulnerable about, you know, right. real about where you are. And right. you can, you know, some people, couples go through and they'll fake their way all the way through it, and they don't really see much change at the end. Yeah, well, it's the humility thing. Right. If you're not here to be changed, right, to change how I approach marriage, right. and one of the things I love about reengage is it, it's a, it's not for people. Only for people whose right. marriage is a train wreck. Exactly. You, you describe if you would rate your marriage a six or a seven out of ten, right. and you want, but you want to be an eight or nine. Right. Reengage is helpful. Exactly. Yeah. So it's it's uh, you know 
reconnect, reignite, or resurrect. So wherever you right. are on that spectrum, right. you know, it can help you. Yeah. So. Now, January 30th, is that the initial, that's the... Orientation. Orientation, yeah. Right. Okay, it's 530 in River City Main Auditorium? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and they'll come and I'll explain the program, just what it is, what it's not. I'll talk about the commitment that's required. Um, you know, we're, and you're going to hear a great you know, couple shared just an amazing marriage testimony mm. of how God restored their marriage. And then we'll give you a chance to register at the end. So, Excellent. That's you know, Sunday night, January 30th right. at 530. Right. Then our groups start on February 6th, and then we'll go for the 16 weeks. Okay. Beyond signing up for Reengage, which, of course, we recommend. You can do right. that at reallife.org. You right. can go to our app and get that information. Um, if someone listening right now is either really struggling in their marriage, or maybe they know someone who's really struggling, what first step, what step would you suggest they take? Well, do something sooner rather than later. You know, the right. main issue I deal with all the time is couples wait too long. You mm. know, when I talked about that big tangled mess, you know, that that usually ha- happens over years. Right. And years of neglect or years of poor communication or unwillingness or inability to resolve conflict. And so when you know you've got trouble, you know, you, you wouldn't wait till you're on death's door to <laughs> go see a doctor, right? Right. But so for some reason, people... You know, I don't know if, if there's some shame associated with it or, you know, what, but but there's no shame in going to get help. So yeah. whether that's a Christian marriage counselor or getting help from a trusted uh, person at church or a marriage class, but do something sooner rather than later because right. it's a lot easier to uh, to deal with these issues before a lot of hurt and pain has accumulated. Right. That's, that is excellent advice. And, uh, if and you... I would say, let me just add to that. Talk to people that are going to support your marriage. <laughs> yes. Okay. Because your best friend, you know, they all they want is to help you get out of the pain. Just leave the bum, right? right well, that's right, not right. the answer. You, know, you want somebody that believes in marriage, supports God's view of marriage, yep. and is willing to tell you maybe some hard truth to help you get to the place you need to be. That is so huge. That's why one of the reasons we think being in a community group, even on a regular, ongoing basis for all of us, right. because... You know, you go to people who don't believe in Jesus, who don't believe in the Word of God. Well, don't be surprised when you get ungodly counsel. Right. So I, I think that is that is really wise. You can find out more about our ministry at reallife.org. You go to the staff, you find more about Mark. He, his email is mmacklemore at reallife.org. And uh, Mark, do me a favor, just pray for us. Pray for marriages as people here listening right now. Yeah, and I, and I just want to mention we, we do have kind of a... A uh, premarital. So if you're if you're wanting to get married, I highly recommend yeah. premarital counseling. Uh, it's just you know really again lays a good foundation for your future. And then outside of reengage, we have marriage mentoring where we'll connect you with a mentor couple, mm. and we go through a, a marriage inventory with you, and you know just helps you get down into the you know more detail uh, help in solving particular problems. So if you know if you if reengage didn't fit your schedule. We do have marriage ministry available as well. Excellent. So let me pray. Father, thank you so much uh, for this thing called marriage that you created. And Lord, it's a, it's a blessing and it's a gift to us and to our children. And Father, I just pray that uh, for those that are struggling right now, that you would just meet them where they are. And Lord, that you would, whether it's re-engage or some other resource, that you would provide them, uh, orchestrate the circumstances, Lord, to provide them the help that they need. Father, I pray that you would give them just the willingness to uh, humble themselves and admit that they need help. Uh, Father, we thank you that uh, we can find life, we can find truth, uh, we can find healing and wholeness through our relationship with Jesus. So we thank you for that. 
uh, and we pray, Father, that um, you would do whatever it takes, Lord, to get us to that place. And so we thank you, uh, and we trust you, Lord, and we just uh, pray your blessings on marriages here at River City and in this community, and just let us be uh, just your hands and your feet to be used uh, to redeem and restore marriages and, and lives, Lord, for your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks, Mark. All right. Thank you, man. Man, that was some good last advice. Yeah. Well, that <laughs> that whole thing about not waiting, uh-huh. you know, um, we all know you put off a problem that doesn't make it go away, right? Mm-hmm. But especially in the context of marriage, I loved Mark's take on, yeah, go talk to someone, someone godly, someone who you can trust, someone who you know is going to support you in following Jesus and in living uh, according to the word of God and, and get help, mm. get help, get some accountability, get some counseling and make sure it's godly counsel. A uh, great conversation. Uh, Pastor Sean, we mentioned Tim Keller before the, the big interview here. Uh, are you, uh, are you in one of his books right now? Uh, I told you I'm, I'm, uh, in the interview. I told Mark, uh, I'm reading his book, the meaning of marriage. It's fantastic. I think, like I said there, the first few chapters should be, you know, just required reading for anyone even thinking about marriage. It's a fantastic book. I just strongly recommend uh, okay. it. Okay. All right, Pastor, are you teaching this Sunday? Is vacation over? <laughs> I was still working. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I am. Yes, I am. All it's right. gonna be. It's gonna be great. Looking forward to it. Um, and we've just been kind of heard a great message from Pastor Mike a couple weeks ago, yep. Pastor Willie this last Sunday. Yep. And uh, I'm kind of gonna go along some similar veins, but just some things the Lord's really been talking to me about over the first few weeks of this year. So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to sharing this. It's gonna be a good one. Well, again, uh, Happy New Year, everyone. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you. Uh, Like we always say, hey, let somebody know. This is a a blessing to you. Pass it along. Sean, you're on all the social media sites. And, of course, uh, reachingforreallife.org is where you'll find this podcast and a bunch of others. Right. And uh, we say, uh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Yep. That's it. Hey, have a great week. Thanks for listening. And I just pray you experience the Lord's presence every day. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.